Hello again, family, and welcome to Create Your Own Magic. I am your host, Jayla J, and I'm so glad you made it here with me today. So, I know it's been a minute since I posted my last episode, and that is because, you know, life and what I've been going through, and I've been a little reluctant to share because many of the times I feel like what I have to say is not the best or like I'm not the best person to give the message and that is such a lie because everyone has their own story everyone has their own message and I feel like I have been called to share my testimony in my life. So I'm sorry for taking such a long break, but I'm back. And so let's go. So what I'll be talking about today is healing after heartbreak. And this is going to be a series here on my page because you know, healing is not a one-step process. It's not a one pill that you can take. It it just doesn't happen overnight is what I'm trying to say. And so this is a part of my story, like I said previously. And I want to basically go through life with y'all. I want y'all to be here with me on my journey because we are all growing together and you may not be healing from heartbreak, but you may be healing from something else. So I genuinely just want and hope that anything that I say may touch your heart, touch your spirit, and you can apply it to your life. And I say all that with love. So let's go ahead and hop in. So my first point, and this is key for anything in life, really, any type of growth that you want to experience is you have to identify. And in this case, it's identifying the hurt. And self-awareness is key in helping you heal. Self-awareness is key in any and every process you do in life. And you can't heal from something you don't reveal. If you don't see or don't recognize that you are broken, you can't fix it. It's like, take an athlete that injured themselves on the court, on the field, where have you. And it's like an ankle injury, right? And they're going to try to continue to play on it, right? And if you don't take that initial step, like you could be like, "Oh yeah, that hurts." Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to play it off, right? The injury gets worse because you did not identify the problem and you try to hide it so therefore it just gets worse 
the next my next point is therapy. And I just heard a sermon. I can't remember what her name was, but it was the Transformation Church and the sermon was help I'm hoarding. And what she said was reoccurrence of an issue will happen 100% of the time without proper therapy. And y'all, I tell you, at least in my life, any mistake that I've made twice, yes, it's a choice, but also it happened because I wasn't aware of it the first time, it being a mistake. And a lot of the a lot of the things I talk about, they all flow together. It's like you can go up and down the ladder all you all you want to. It all interconnects in some way. So again, reoccurrence of an issue will happen 100% of the time without proper therapy. And many of the times people don't go to therapy because they don't feel like they have any issues. You get me? So you just have to treat the issue in order for it not to be as big as a problem as it was in the past. I hope I hope y'all are following along because I really feel this in my spirit like like I said before I was reluctant to share because like I've been creating or or typing writing out content y'all so I just I really hope this touches somebody because I'm really trying to like take this step out on faith right and grow I want all of us to grow together so for therapy, for you to be able to move past this, you have to be humble, open, and transparent. And I got this, again, from Transformation Church from Pastor Mike Todd. Maybe one day this will reach him. If it does, amazing. But if it doesn't, I give him I give him his flowers. He's a great pastor. And I love every message that he's that I've ever listened to from him. But you need to be able to meet yourself where you are and pull yourself back down to the ground in order for real change to happen. If you are in the clouds and you're like, do do like, oh, I have no problems, I have no issues what can you change even if you're like that and people are coming to you be like hey I need you to do this or I feel like you could do better in this way and you're like okay and you still you kind of do it for like a day I'll give some of y'all a week but then you're just right back to what you were doing before it's because you did not see or you do not feel like there is an issue because, again, you're not humble, open, and transparent with yourself. You're not meeting yourself right where you are, and you're not identifying it. So if you can't identify it, then you can't get help or fix the issue. 
And again, when I say you have to pull yourself down to the ground, masking and trying to achieve perfection, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, does not fit here. Like the example I just gave, true growth has to be genuine. You have to be 100,000 million percent with yourself if real change is to occur. Perfection does not live in change. (laughs) I feel like those are like antonyms or like the polar opposite of each other. Like perfection and change, nah, (laughs) will never work. They will never be able to sit at the same dinner table. Like, no. And in you doing this growth, this change, this process, it is okay to ask for help. We as humans are not meant to be alone. I mean, I don't know about you. I do enjoy days, you know, in my house by myself with my baby, you know, minding my own business. But when it comes to true growth, true healing, the majority of it takes place when you have a community to lean on for support. And a lot of us, we think, oh, we're superwoman, we can do this, you know, oh, yeah, I've been hurt before, let's take this, run with it, I got it, I can do it by myself. And many of the times, we can't. We can't do healing by ourselves. Like, it's it's almost impossible, really, because of the way that God created us. God created us to be in community with one another, to help one another. So for you doing it by yourself, good luck. <laughs> I say that with love, but good luck. It's okay to cry. Many times, I know me, I'm a big crybaby. I have no problem crying. But I have come across many people in my life that feel like crying doesn't help. No, it okay, it doesn't help your situation. No, it doesn't help fix the problem. But it helps you release whatever you're feeling at that moment. If you have to force yourself to cry in order to feel, do that. Because we live in a world where pushing down your emotions and moving on with life is what you do. And okay, if I mean, if that's how you want to live your life. By all means, but you pushing down your emotions and not addressing them, take it from a a number one uh, person that bottles up their emotions. One day, it's going to explode, okay? It's like you shaking up a soda bottle and then trying to open it and without, without it exploding. Like, once you're shaking enough, 
you're going to explode. And crying is not a sign of weakness. I don't know why many people think that. Crying is not a sign of weakness at all. It just helps release. I don't know the science behind crying, so I'm not going to give y'all the science behind crying. I'm going to give y'all my experience behind crying. It helps me release whatever I'm feeling. My anger, my frustration, my sadness. At the moment, like, I would rather cry than say something out of anger that I regret. And I'm learning this now. Like, that's going to be a whole other episode. But I would rather cry than react to my emotion. Because many times when we are not proactive in checking our emotions, of course, we're reactive. And you're not thinking when you react. You're just go. It's almost like you lose control of yourself, like you black out, like you don't know who this person is when you're talking, when you're saying these things, when you're when you're arguing with somebody and you're trying, you're saying the most meanest, rude things, like you airing out all their dirty laundry that they told you, any negative emotion that you have felt towards them for however long that went unchecked. And that's not okay. Because I, I've always known, you know, because I've grown up in church. I've always known to do everything with love. But actually practicing it, we on this journey, okay? Because there have been many times where I have... I've been wanting to be the old me, right? And be petty and just like they're verbally attacking me. Like and me, I, I know most of us don't do well with disrespect, but I really don't do well with disrespect. But because I, I have a purpose and I have a calling and I'm trying to grow, I just got to extend a little bit of extra grace and pray just a little bit harder for them because there's something going on that they have yet to address. And that, at that time, is okay. So you just take your step back, say a little prayer to God, you know, give it to God and keep it moving because you can't let someone else hinder your growth. And so getting back on track, I'm sorry, I kind of just veered off a little bit, but getting back on track. Like I said before, healing is not a linear journey. And there will be many days where you want to run from your hurt. I know at the beginning, at the very beginning, like when I was hurt, hurt, y'all. It was like a feeling in my chest, like just ripping at me like. I wanted to jump out of my skin. I wanted to rip my skin off because that's how bad and how much I was feeling. And at the time, I didn't know how to just process it or even just sit with it and try to understand why I felt like running away. 
Thank God I've moved past that. (laughs) And there would be days where you just want to distract yourself. Again, it's kind of like a like a like a stepping like a. This is what you'll do and then this is what you'll do. So. Like I said, you want to distract yourself. Take it from me. Been there, done that, got a T-shirt for it. There have been things where I have done and I tried to distract myself from this hurt. But at the end of the day, the hurt is still there. When you wake up, the hurt is there. After you partied so hard where you barely remember what happened the day before, the hurt will still be there. And that's one thing that I know as just as humans, we that is something that we just don't know how to deal with. We don't know how to face our problems head on like that's it's almost like a fear for a lot of people to deal with something that's so heavy, you know. But for many of us, we do it because at the end of the day, we are stronger for it. We know that at, we tell ourselves and we reassure ourselves that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And there will be days where you feel lost. I can't tell y'all how many days where I felt like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Like, I tell y'all the truth. I, there have been so many days where I felt like I was not even worthy of being a human being living on this earth. I felt so lost. I felt like, why, why am I even experiencing this? Like, life is not supposed to be this hard. <laughs> like, why? Like, just, just, and I mean this in the most lighthearted way, but take me out. <laughs> like, just, I don't want to be here. And I can laugh about this now because... I know my worth. I know the promises of God. I know why I'm here. And I'm so I can laugh at the fact that I did not want to be here, that I at a few points in my life, I wanted to take my own life. And for those that aren't quite there yet, trust me, if you believe and you stick with your purpose if you if you find your purpose know your purpose and know your calling for being here and dig into that you you will be where I'm at you'll be able to laugh at yourself one day the best healing comes when you are able to sit with your emotions and feel. I I know I touched on this earlier. So when you just sit and feel with your emotions, it's hard because it's like, dang, like, oh, like I actually got to sit here and process or just sit here and just feel this sadness. Like think of it as you're just sitting on your couch and it's dead silent you're literally in your head feeling these emotions just come like a spring 
and there's nothing you can do about it. You just sit there. Like, like you're frozen. You just sit there and you just feel. And then once you are able to feel and not react, not have a thought like, oh my God, I want to do this. Like, oh, now you will have those thoughts and it's okay if you, and you got to keep them in check because you cannot react based on emotion, solely on emotion. Been there, done that, got a t-shirt for it. <laughs> and once you are able to do that and sit there with your feelings without reacting, you can then start to process your feelings, your emotions, and ask yourself why. I like to ask myself why about three, three to four times. So if I'm feeling sad, why am I feeling sad? Because someone hurt me. Okay, why or how? Well, let me say, why do you feel like someone hurt you? Because they did this. And that's how, at least me, that's how I get to the root of the issue is by asking myself questions. That's how I process my emotions. And hopefully, y'all, if you don't already do this or don't already have these tips in in your belt, I would suggest you try it. I'm not licensed in any way, but I do suggest that you try try them because this is what has helped me tremendously. And it's only been three going on four months since I actually started my healing journey. Once you're able to process your emotions and understand them, baby, you have unlocked a new level in life. Like when I don't want to say you can control your emotions, but when you are able to be planted and rooted in the ground like an unwavering tree when someone says something so mean that is like their sole intent is to hurt you and you're not shaken by it that's when you've you've won you've won because you're able to process that emotion you know you're able to get through that and that's all, that's all I can really say. Like, you've won. Because you getting through and moving through that emotion is great. It's a great feeling. And especially if you can do it, like, in a snap. Like, I'm not saying I can, I can, I can do it in, like, 2.5 seconds. You know, it takes time. But I'm able to react in a different way than what I would have previously. I'm being proactive. And, and it, it, it seems like it's just like, in a, like at a drop of a dime or a snap of a finger. The way that I react well, or am, the way I respond to someone saying something that is meant to hurt me. 
because I'm able to process and I know that that's a trigger of mine. And so I'm able to process that emotion faster. So I'm able to respond in a more loving way. But that's all I have for y'all today. Um, Sorry if it was like more like I was rambling. Honestly, I was speaking uh, from the heart a lot, even though I do have notes. But I hope and pray that this blessed somebody. And I pray that y'all have a wonderful day. Don't forget to share and follow me on social media. Love y'all. Bye.